from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on wakeupcalldt.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. Hanging out here with you on the airwaves every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Like I said, you're listening on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. You are watching on Facebook Live, facebook.com backslash live now DT. So whether you're watching or listening, thank you so much for tuning in. And you can always get the audio from our shows by going to our archive, searching Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on Stitcher, Spotify, MixLR, YouTube, iTunes, as well as TuneIn, Podbean, the RSS feed, Player FM, and so on and so forth. You can also ask your devices at home, like Alexa, to play the latest episode of Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, and they will gladly do that for you as well. On the show for the first time ever, inside of the Charney's Menswear and Tuxedo Studios, is Nate Champion. Nate Champion joins us here today on our first show of 2020. Nate Champion, a former player for the Lemoyne College Dolphins men's basketball team and taking over as the head coach. This is his first season as the head coach, and it is an honor to have him on the broadcast. The connection that I've had with Lemoyne has always meant the world to me, and hopefully Nate can connect even more so with that being an alum and, and all that he's done for the program as a player and now that he's working to do as a coach. So this is something that means a lot. This is a monumental show to bring him on for the first time ever, and I hope that we will not only see success at LeMoyne, but that Nate will be a part of it for years to come. Nate, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Dan. Thanks for having me on the show. Absolutely. And Nate, bring me into it. You and I spoke about it a little bit off the air, but as a former player, you get to be the head coach of the team that gave you a chance. Now you get to give other young men a chance. What's life like in that realm? Uh, absolutely, you know, getting into coaching, it's always something you, you want to do is give people uh, the game of basketball and give back to it, you know, just as much as it gave to you. And, uh, you know, for me as a coach at LeMoyne, it's been an honor to be back on the Heights, but also uh, an honor to lead the team that we have, a, a group of older senior-led uh led players but you know I think um it's helped me out a lot them having experience winning and uh being used to winning games and me stepping in for my first season as a head coach obviously you're going to make some mistakes but um having an older group allows you to make some of those mistakes without it being seen so uh it's been an honor to be back at Lemoyne a great opportunity for me as a young head coach but you know um, a lot of fun as well as you can see in the first semester and, you know, when we look at, at your first season here, what has been the takeaway? You're 8-4 and four right now. You're 12 games in. What have you been learning as a head coach? Like you said, you know, you got a team that, that some of those mistakes can be hidden because an older team doing what they need to do. What are some things that you've seen 12 games in from yourself as you've started this era at LeMoyne as a head coach now? Yeah, I mean, a lot of growth, and I think the most important thing that I've taken out of it is just the uh, relationship that you build with the team and um, the way that we've kind of been able to bond as a group, uh, obviously being a group of older players and uh, a lot of transfers and things like that. So for a lot of these guys, I'm their third head coach. 
um, in their college experience. But, you know, for me, it's just learning the guys, learning who to play in each situation, which, you know, lineups mesh well together, and, you know, when to play certain players where. And, you know, just figuring out kind of that relationship that you have with the guys and, um, you know, where you can push them and where you need to hold back a little bit. But it's been a, a great experience for me and a, hopefully a great experience for them as well. Um, you know, we were top heavy with the uh, non-conference schedule playing three top 25 teams. And, uh, you know, we battled to, battled each game. And, you know, out of the four games we've lost, we've only lost two in double figures. And in both of those games, we had the lead in the second half. So, um you know, it's been a great experience. We have a tough group and a team that never quits. So, you know, for me as a first-year head coach, it's something that's uh, very special. Speaking here with Nate Champion this morning as the head coach of Lemoyne Dolphins men's basketball in his first season with the team as the head coach. Uh, when we look at this, uh, your first college or your first experience coaching was back in 2014 as a grad assistant in fall 2014 so bringing it full circle what did you learn being a grad assistant at Lemoyne, and just what you can say about that being your first first coaching experience after playing and then ultimately finding your way back to Lemoyne. I mean after graduation uh, as many student athletes had I didn't really know what I wanted to do uh, I was kind of in between did I want to get into you know the sports administration side of things did I want to try to be uh, in a front office somewhere, uh, trying to do more managerial things. But, um, you know, I've, I got the opportunity to be a graduate assistant to try and figure that out. And then um, after the first semester, I actually was grateful to have an opportunity to go play um, overseas in Australia. And when I did that, I really found out how much I wanted to coach and uh, the opportunity that I thought was given to me through being a graduate assistant at LeMoyne and then, you know, playing overseas and then getting into the whole coaching world after, um, you know, and with that, I've had great opportunities and great mentors as well uh, from Coach Evans at LeMoyne, who coached me, obviously, and gave me that first opportunity. And then going overseas and seeing a completely different brand of basketball being played over there, uh, much more up-tempo and physical and, you know, back and forth, which I learned a lot from as far as, you know, your spacing on the offensive end and taking advantage of a shorter shot clock. Um, and then, you know, coming back here and learning from Chris Krause over at Stonehill for the year I was there and then Mike Donnelly down at Florida Southern, who was at Southern Connecticut when I played. Um, you know, learning from both of those guys who are very well-established coaches in the Northeast and obviously Mike being down south now at Florida Southern and having great success there. Uh, it's been it was a great opportunity to learn from both of those coaches and uh, also it kind of formed the way that I wanted to coach and you know our coaching style and the brand of basketball we play at LeMoyne is kind of a combination of everything so um, you know it's fun style it's you know up and down we're averaging 85 points a game but what we really emphasize is just being on the defensive end getting stops and being able to get out and run so um, you know as far as the whole experience it's been great and then coming back full circle to be back at Lemoyne now and be back in the Northeast 10 is a great opportunity. Speaking here with Nate Champion once again the head coach of Lemoyne in his first season with the men's basketball team as their head coach but had been a player there and had been a grad assistant. You have a degree from Lemoyne in business management and leadership. How does that help you become a good coach? 
I think the biggest thing that I was taught um, as far as my degree in business management and leadership was being able to adapt to the certain, the, I guess, the different um, styles that you may have to coach or lead in one group. You know, one leadership style doesn't always fit each player that you have on the team. You may be able to push someone a little further than you can another person. And you may be able to talk differently to one guy than you do to another, but you still have to get the most out of each player. And so finding that, you know, balance, but also the relationship that you build with guys to get that, uh, like I said, that maximum effort out of them is something that I learned very, very quickly at LeMoyne. And, um, you know, I will say that's a, a skill that I've definitely taken from that degree. When you went back and, you know, look back at those playing days that you had for your time at LeMoyne, a hundred game career, 93 starts, 1,258 points, 468 assists, 391 rebounds, 127 steals. You are one of three players all time to have at least 1,150 points, 350 assists, 350 rebounds. To be a part of LeMoyne basketball is one thing. To be a part of history in such a big way and one of the top three in that, to look at everything you did in scoring, assisting, as well as rebounding, stealing, playing in 100 games, almost every single one of those games being a starter. When you look back at those numbers and the statistics of it all, just what that means to you, because obviously it gives some credence to why Matt Bassett decided to hire you. It says something about your connection to, your, to the program and the success in it. I'm sure it can help with the players there when you're having a conversation with them and you want them to really take in the fact that you know what you're talking about. How do you utilize all of your experience and your success at LeMoyne to reach these players and hopefully to reach future players in recruitment? I think just, I mean, first of all, it was an honor to play LeMoyne. I mean, as much as I did, 100 games and starting 93 of them, uh, you know, obviously not everybody gets that type of opportunity. Um, and to do what we did at LeMoyne, starting basically with a brand new team after, uh, you know, the guys like Lawrence and Paragan and those guys left, um, you know, and being able to build in the four years that we were there, uh, go to the NCAA tournament my senior year, it speaks volumes of just kind of the work ethic in the group that we had as far as, um, you know, the teams that we had the past four, the four years I was there at LeMoyne. But uh, I think what I've taken away from that playing experience is the ability to relate to the players, um, you know, push them in ways that you knew as a player you wanted to be pushed, but also recognizing okay they're tired you know we may need to scale back a little bit today at practice we may not need to go full force um and just having that experience and and we when you talk to players and you let them know hey i think you should do this or i'm seeing this out on the floor and it would be great for you to try this now they look at you and say okay well he knows what he's talking about and, you know he has the numbers to kind of back it up but you know i i try not to most of those around, like I own the place uh, at LeMoyne, it's just kind of one of those things where it gives you a little um, accreditation for what you have uh, have done in the past, but also, you know, it allows you to relate to the players in a way that uh, some non-playing coaches can do. Speaking here with Nate Champion, the head coach of the LeMoyne Dolphins men's basketball program in year number one, 
Uh, Nate, for you to 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 move forward here, we've talked about the fact that you're 12 games in. What is at eight and four, four and zero oh in the in the Northeast Ten? You've had a, a tremendous start. What would you attribute it to? I know you spoke on the fact that you know you do have some experience on this team, but just what you could say about taking over the team that you got to take over that is eight and four and, and obviously a, a very, very important four and oh in conference play. Just where things are at right now and, and what you would attribute that to. I think it's just um, you know playing as hard of a schedule as we did at the beginning of the year. Um, we want to play the best teams in the country because you know we feel like we want to be the best team in the country. And in order to do so you have to challenge yourself and you know, with playing those teams, now getting into conference play, we've been in battles, we've been in close games, you know, we are battle-tested, and for our guys, they're starting to see the benefits of doing so. Obviously, losing games starting out one and three isn't an ideal start, um, especially being a first-year head coach and, you know, having guys that have won in the past, it's, you know, not always easy to get them to really buy into what we're doing after starting one and three, but they did a great job in just hanging in there and continue to trust what we're doing and what we're telling them to do. And in the past, you know, seven games, we won six or seven out of our last eight. So, um, you know, we're starting to really put some good things together. And I think it's just the unselfishness and the um, energy that we play with. I think we have six guys that are in double figures right now. And the ball is really being moved and shared. And on any given night, anybody can have themselves a great game. And nobody really cares who, who's getting the points as long as we win. And that's something we've really preached from the beginning of me getting to school there. And our whole coaching staff does the same thing. Um, but our guys have really started to buy into that. And you can see the benefits. And, and to see those benefits moving forward, what are what are some of the things that you really do want to hone in on and you want to work on? You're seeing the benefit of being 8-4, 4-0 in the Northeast 10. What are some things coming out of that first semester that you're trying to hone in on in practice and get these guys to really think about? I think it's just all on the defensive end. Um, you know, we started off scoring a lot of points and not being able to get stops. And, you know, with us getting better every day on the defensive end, uh, we always talk about that, just how are we going to get stops? How can you improve defensively? Because playing in that um, that quicker style of play, if you're giving up points and you're not scoring, it obviously can turn pretty quickly on you. But for us, you know, we always talk about just being on the defensive side of, of the ball and being able to get stops. And then on offense, you know, if you're open, we tell you to shoot the ball. is no no real complication there you just uh move the ball you know play for each other and, uh, especially on the defensive end you got to be able to help each other out and you know be able to play as a real unit and I think we're starting to get that for you what what can you say about the experience and Matt Bassett and, and and having him at the helm of everything you were there when you were I mean obviously as a player you got to see him as a grad assistant you got to see him Matt Bassett goes through the process when Pat Beeline had left for Niagara to find the next person and there was people you know within my circle that you know were interested I mean everybody when Lemoyne came up and they're like oh what are you hearing about it what's going on this and that and there was that air of who is going to be the next person bring me into how everything worked out 
and and how this just seemed to be the right fit. Who made the phone call? How did it all happen? And then secondly, what you can say about Matt Bassett having worked with him in other ways and now having a direct connection to him in a special way when he asked you to be the head coach of the team. I mean, first off, Matt is a great guy and also a great leader. He um, has done things for Lemoyne Athletics that you know are very unique. Uh, and obviously has made great changes to the athletic program as well. Um, but, you know, having played at Lemoyne while Matt was the athletic director and then also, you know, being able to get to know him on more of a professional level as a graduate assistant, just staying in contact with him um, throughout the years. Uh, when the job did come available, I let him know that that was, you know, something I was very interested in. He encouraged me to uh, apply for the job. And when I did, uh, you know, I got a phone call asking if I would be interested in it. And, of course, I said yes. Um, and so with the whole process, you know, Matt, he didn't take it easy. He made it uh, very very challenging for me and uh, it made sure that I was very well prepared for the position um, and taking me through the whole uh, interview process. But, you know, with that being said and, and having the education that I had from Lemoyne and knowing how Matt works, I was very well prepared for when that interview process did come. And then once I got back on campus, uh, he was a great help just kind of getting me comfortable. But, uh, you know, it was nice when I was down in Florida and I got that phone call being asked to, you know, be the next head coach at Lemoyne from Matt. It was a very special moment for me. We've seen success at Lemoyne in recent history. We saw a couple seasons ago, 27-7. and Last year, 18-10. and Did you have a, a, a deeper connection or any type of connection with with Pat Beeline, what were your thoughts of, of coming in after he had been here and seeing some of that recent success? Just just what you could tell me about, you know, that piece of it with Pat going out and you coming in. Yeah, I mean, I knew Pat once he got the job here. I was actually playing uh, overseas, and I was in the off season when he first got the job. So I was back in the area just working out and trying to stay in shape. And Pat allowed me to come in and use the facilities, and I got to know him that way. Um, but, you know, Pat was a great coach and had a, a ton of success here. I mean, winning 75% of his games is always a great attribute to, um, you know, what type of coach that he is. And, you know, being able to take over a program that was having the success that they had, and uh, it's obviously a great challenge to keep that going, but it's a great opportunity as well. You're taking over a program that knows how to win games and is used to winning, and that's something you can always build off of and kind of keep that momentum going. So that's what we hope to do here. The experience so far, just to kind of wrap things up, uh, you know, as far as as far as this morning, I know you'll be on plenty of times, and I look forward to having you here on the show. What the experience has been like for you? It's got to be surreal. It's it's obviously different. You're a player. You're a grad assistant. Now you're the head coach. How were you received when you walked through the door? How are you received now? What's it been like to be in this community that obviously matters so much to you already, but to be in it in this respect from a new angle? Well, I think it's uh, something that obviously, you know, when you first come back and there's people that knew you as that student athlete, they look at you kind of as that student athlete now and then, uh, or when, it fir- when you first come back. But, you know, now it's, I'm seeing that as coach champion or, you know, as, People have always, I mean, they, and, uh, I don't think that really has changed much as far as, 
the relationships that I had with certain people that were in administration and, and all of that. But, uh, you know, I definitely think they see me more as the head coach now and not just the player. Um, but, you know, with coming back to LeMoyne, there is that uh, first, you know, kind of moment where I stepped into the office and sat down in the chair and it kind of hit me like, okay, well, you know, this is, this is you now, like you're, you're the head coach, you're running the show here. And, uh, so you do have that moment of like, wow, is this really happening? Um, but, you know, with that being said, it's a job to do and, you know, we're going to make the most of this, this opportunity as far as you know, being the head coach of Lemoyne and leading this program and, you know, we want to lead it to a lot of success. Um, and, you know, advance it, I want to, I want to be a contender in the region every single year and, you know, would love to contend for a national championship too. So that's what we're building for. And it's, it's a great brand of basketball and we encourage, you know, everybody to come out in the Syracuse area to watch. I mean, obviously you know, it's, it's a great atmosphere at Lemoyne. And you get, uh, there's not a bad seat in the house. So, you know, if you get that opportunity to come out and watch us play, it's a great brand of basketball. Do you see longevity for you at Lemoyne? And do you see a viable path to a potential championship at LeMoyne? Absolutely. I think uh, the facilities and the resources that you have at LeMoyne are some of the top in the country. And, you know, being at different programs uh, around the whole country and being at some of the more the most successful programs in the country at Stonehill and, and uh, Florida Southern, you see what a championship uh, caliber team is like. Uh, you know, I think we definitely have the ability to build that here at Lemoyne, and that is the goal. Um, obviously, longevity is our, my goal is to coach a national championship team, and I think there is a great opportunity to have that here at Lemoyne. That coming from Nate Champion here this morning on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. Nate, as always, uh, you know, I, I appreciate any connection to Lemoyne, anybody bringing positive to our community of Central and Upstate New York and, and obviously to that school. So like I told you before, I, I look forward to seeing you face to face. But, you know, as I told Gina when she came in, I, I hope you get all the success that you're going after and so much more. And I definitely appreciate what you're doing. So thank you for this morning, but hopefully to many more and, and cheers to the new year. I hope you have a great 2020 as well. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate you having me on. Um, look forward to being on here many times more, but uh, happy new year to, to you as well, and uh, go Dolphins. All right, man. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Dan. Thanks.